Hello, and welcome to episode number 240 of the Nerd Pro Co Podcast. Not a lot to say about this episode or any promos, really, except to say what I always say, which is if you are listening out there, let us know. Uh, tell your friends, tell your friends to tell their friends. Like I said, if uh, we actually know that people are listening, we will make more effort <laughs> to do more episodes, just more effort in general. Uh, putting out more content and all that. So let us know uh, at NerdProQuo on Twitter, NerdProQuo at gmail.com. That's about it as far as there's no real plugs or anything to talk about. It's just the, you know, the usual telling you what hopefully you should do so that I know that we're listening. This intro is already falling apart. In any event, enjoy this episode, episode number 240 of the Nervo Go Podcast. Stay nerdy, y'all. Let's record. There we go. Hola, amigo. How's it going? I'm all right. I'm having a, you know, decent weekend so far. Uh, What'd you do? I went to Marine Park and in between walking the dogs and then I walked dogs. And yeah, it's... It was a good day. It was a nice day. So, uh, I had a f- babysitting uh, friends, two boys in middle school, and apparently I suck at video games now because they wrecked me in injustice. Well, and I mean, multiverses. They're, they're, yeah, they're they're middle schoolers. That's. <laughs> I mean, I've always, I don't have time to play as many games, especially games that require. Um, a lot of dedication and mastery, like fighting games. But I thought I would just like be able to mash buttons or remember combos. <laughs> but no, no, no. Uh, video games are for the young, apparently. Yeah. Especially when it comes to multiverses, which is like Warner Brothers' take on the Smash Brothers franchise. Um, so that was very humbling. So weird, weird, because we're gonna get to. Probably, uh, you know, you were going to talk Black Adam a little bit. Uh, did did you watch the uh, the Injustice cartoon DC animation adaptation? Yes. It, was, it wasn't the best. It was eh. I mean, it, I don't, I mean, it's, I guess, telling <laughs> that yeah. it didn't leave an indelible mark in my mind. Um, I watched it because I love the Injustice at least in Justice 2 video game, I love Dark Superman. Sure. And, you know, how Warner Brothers allowed some of their characters to get bloody and dark. Um, but, yeah, that, that movie was meh. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've experienced worse DC animated films, but it just, it was middle of the road. You know? Sure, sure. Nothing I mean, very, yeah, nothing I mean, impressive. Even like DC not terrible, that, but not great either. Yeah, I mean, even DC animation stuff uh, is mostly good. I, I mean, ooh, in, what's your thoughts about our boy Gunn being the new head of DC? So the thing is, like, I, I have some mixed feelings about that. Uh, to be perfectly honest, because he is a good he's made some good movies and he's a good i mean i hesitate even to say that he's a good director he's made some fun i mean 
he's a good a director. Good director, you're you're selling him short. Well, he's a great director. Well, well, is the only reason why I'm not like going wholeheartedly is is that I've heard uh from someone who like worked on his set that he's he's kind of a mess when he's directing. Like he's just Yeah, but but Granted, yeah, but, some but, but, his style may not be ideal for a lot of people, but the end result is what matters. So here, here, here's what I will say: is great director, or at least the end product of most of his, a lot of his, you know, the movies he's directed, uh, has come out really good. Whether that means that making him the head of DC films, co-head, co-head of DC films and animation will be a good thing remains to be seen. Cause just because it's, you're a good director doesn't mean you'll be good as like the head, the co-director of like a studio. Well, you know what from I mean? what I've heard, Feige penned him before the whole controversy got reignited with Disney, you know, while he was arranging stuff for guardians, he was expected to helm the spacefaring universe for Marvel. Feige pegged him. He worked with Feige in terms of like game planning various franchises to make sure that they worked well or they they fell into some sort of place that would create like a cohesive universe. So with that experience, I mean, not being a writer, but just like seeing big picture and working with people at Marvel who who mastered big picture ideas, planning movies ahead of time, making sure they're connected well, that I hope is able to translate. Because he's a great storyteller. He knows characters. He, like, as we all uh, say, Feige's great because he knows the source material. James Gunn is a great director in my view because he cares about these characters. He's, uh, he's one of us. You know, sure, and sure. on top of that, he's a great storyteller. So I'm just hoping that him, along with the other co-head, who I'm assuming is a who cut his teeth as a producer, you know, both of them together can join forces to create films that are not only great but marketable. You know. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I'm not. I like I said, I'm not. I'm cautiously optimistic is is the way I will phrase it. Because Why cautiously? Uh, only because, you know, that I, I it's one of those things where it's just like I want to wait and for the same reason as just like you know, all his films have a certain tone. Well, that will translate. Well, his to w- a, remember the films he directs. Not sure. This is going to be different. I mean. I'm assume, you're, you have to assume that he's going to let the directors do their thing, especially that's been the MO with Warner Brothers and some of their franchises. Let the directors do their thing. Um, and obviously the movies he... And he will still try to make movies, his own thing. But the idea is that he's not everything's going to be a James Gunn production. It won't all be comical or humorous or gory. You know, I'm just, I'm just hoping... That his skill set as a storyteller. Well, no, no, will that, that's what I mean translate. by cautiously optimistic. Is it's like there's a lot good that could come of this, but the I want. I, I don't. I, I no. I'm not. I'm not going to say that. Okay. 
I, I'm not going to say that there's anything bad. Like I'm, I am like, I am cautiously optimistic. That means that I'm hoping for good things. Mm. Let's see what the next handful of movies are like. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, or because we can't, you know, a lot of that stuff, like, like when people are taking on a larger role, it's, you know, it could be great, but we don't know yet. Uh, I, I, I'm His not... track record with like Suicide Squad sure. and Peacemaker, a movie, a TV show that I seriously doubted, but sure. God damn it, it just like translates well perfectly in terms of but, but hitting the I, notes but, 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 that Thor couldn't hit. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But 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 again, it is like someone who's been handling like the C and D level, level characters. What it, what's going to happen when he's handled? He's basically getting the keys to the castle. It's just like, like I said, it could be great. I like I said, given his track record, I I am hopeful, but I'm also like, let's wait and see, because uh, you just you, you never know. Like you like, there there are only I will say this: there are only a handful of people. Uh, some of them turned out to be terrible people, unfortunately. Um, and that's the other thing I'm afraid of. What do you mean? Uh, well, Joss was great initially, and then we found out he was a horrible person. Like, like, we we don't know whether or not, you know, and that, that I'm. Yeah, but we're not talking about his, I mean, listen, I don't need these people from Hollywood or their characters unless he comes, there's reporting that. He has, you know, assaulted a, a person. I, I mean, I'm just going under the impression that he is a stand-up person <laughs> until there are reports sure. otherwise. I'm just looking at it as a visionary perspective. Sure, and the sure, fact that sure. there has a, been a lack of vision at Warner Brothers. Yes. Who can, who care, No, not just, you know, want to make movies, but who cares about DC characters. Well... That's my biggest as, issue, as, and I've as, never as seen that. As we have talked about ad nauseum, look, I don't actually believe that Zack Snyder didn't care about the characters. He oh, no, just, he did. He, he I, cared I, 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 deeply. Yeah. He just... Is a bad director. <laughs> he Well, no, he... He's a bad director, I'm sorry. There, there, there's that, but also... He's right up there with my hatred of Michael Bay. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, he is. he is of the Michael Bay school. Where it's just like he really loved the characters, but he really loved the wrong the wrong aspect of the characters, which like meant that he didn't actually understand what made the characters work or great. It seemed like he really loved the spectacle, yeah, of of the characters, but he didn't actually understand. I I really believe he just d- didn't understand, doesn't understand what actually makes any of those characters great. Like, but he just, that's not he gun. Get though. It. Yeah, but that's, that's not gun. That is not gun. Through different franchises, Marvel and DC, he's been able to. He, he's not only is he a comic book nerd, but he understands the characters. So that's all I'm hoping for. Someone sure. who can get good product out there because 
as you always like to talk shit about DC characters, and I know uh, we're veering off topic from our initial plan. That's but so, the thing so you is, keep saying this. Yeah, but, yeah, but you think Marvel Marvel that, characters are more relatable. You know, they have they're they're more down to earth. I mean, I think DC characters can. We just haven't had you know directors success a lot of directors being successful patty jenkins did a great job with wonder woman uh and unfortunately what patty jenkins is just one of the few people who were able to succeed you know at warner brothers um to make a dc character great batman aside because batman works it's just he yeah, just works yeah, that's an easy character to do whatever, so i'm not gonna yeah, uh yeah. acknowledge that but you know things with green lantern and you know even green lantern with uh uh jeff johns you know he knows these characters, yeah. but he knows shit about making movies. He didn't, and he TV didn't know shows. how to make make that. Well, I think with there was I he mean, straddles there, both lines. James Gunn. There, there was there was a lot of problems with Green Lantern, uh, and the effects were a big part of it. Uh, too soon, though. Yeah, yeah, too def- soon. definitely too yeah. soon. Uh, I think of all the DC characters, I think as much as I love the Lanterns. And the Lantern Core, because uh, they arguably might be like, aside from some of like the the lower tier DC characters, I love the magic. I love the magical universe. Uh, they have done not so well. Shazam accepted. Uh, oh, actually, Shazam also actually, worked out pretty well. Actually, they're they're doing okay with like the magical characters, in my opinion. Uh, we will, when we discuss Black Adams, we'll Black Adam. We will I will get into where I think they're falling short. Fuck uh, that kid. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I wish Joe. Uh, uh, oh wait, you haven't seen anything yet. And what? You caught up on Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish Vagar did too. <laughs> that kid in Black Adam. Uh, what he did to Luke. God damn that. I didn't like that kid at all. Uh, so, yeah, it's. I think Green Lan- the Lantern, the whole Lantern like mythos yeah. is going to be super hard to pull off. Not if you do it as a TV series. I think I think TV series where you have seasons to uh and episodes to focus on different characters. I don't know you can do that as a feature length film, but yeah, as yeah, a yeah. TV show, I think that you can pull that off. I what I see what because it's so because it is space. It's it's you know And it's like, HBO. It's it, yeah. It's also like there's a scale thing. There's a scale problem because it's space. But really what the lanterns are is they're space cops. And if you get someone who and if it's the show, it's 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 on a certain level, it's law and order in space. Except people have rings and superpowers. But like that's what it is. It's law and order in space. <laughs> like and if you get someone who who at least on some level gets that, doesn't go too far with that because you could mess up if you go too far with that. I think a show could be great with that. Like, and also like, you have to have more than because what makes the the Green Lantern? I mean, Hal Jordan, God bless him, 
is not a great, terribly interesting character. He's the he's actually it's my, everyone else. He's that's actually great. my least fa- favorite of Stuart, all. Stuart Guy Gardner. Yeah, they I mean, are. Guy, say what you want about I, Guy Gardner. He, he I love is, to shit on him. He, I love to shit on him too. But he is, he is. That's what makes him fun. Is like he's at least. Ha- my big thing. I mean, how like, you know, the big thing is like everyone kind of like looks up to and follows him because he's he is like you know really courageous. But it doesn't make him a terribly interesting character. Also, this again stuff that you want to talk about the Green Lantern. Some of the stuff that makes him interesting, they didn't address at all in the movie. Like he's he's a dude who's essentially just haunted by the shadow of his dad like that there that's what you needed to zero in on that movie like it's but with in that character but with jordan i don't like him in isolation i like him with other characters he works and how he interacts he he gets underneath america in that sense uh is is that like he works better yeah, when he okay. has, when, when there's yeah. other characters, especially people like like Guy Gardner is like such a guy is also in a I mean they're great when they're playing off each other. Guy is better when he has especially someone like John Stewart mm. who's you know a marine order yeah yeah disciplined uh, and that is not Guy Gardner at yeah all. yeah. And Kyle is is great because Kyle is the guy who constantly thinks he doesn't belong there. Like he has imposter syndrome like the entire time. Yeah, and and somebody, and I find that Kyle is way. I mean, I enjoy reading. Yeah. Kyle, I grew up with Kyle being the I Green Lantern. I grew up Lantern. with Kyle too. Uh, uh, so I have a soft spot for him as a character. And I, I, just, even, I, f- I feel that he's more fleshed out, you know, yeah, yeah. than um, well, he's he's how. more vulnerable. That's the thing. It's it's. Yeah, I I mean, a lot, so much of, like, aside, like I said, the, the big three, so much of what makes the DC characters great is because so many of them are, end up being, like, archetypes, is the, the mythos that surrounds them, you know? Like, yeah, like, the magic character. I love the magic characters in the DC. I love them way more, like, the it's way more cohesive than, it's the one spot where, like, DC, I think... I like way more than Marvel. You know, well, Doctor- and their spaceship. Yeah, their yeah, space yeah. universe, uh, obviously centered around the Green Lantern. That's the Lantern. You core. know, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I love yeah. that shit. Yeah. I mean, Marvel's space universe is a little out there. You it's know. yeah. I mean. Yeah, and, and, I don't find it compelling at all. I mean, I watch it because and, and, of like and, Guardians, and and weirdly like Guardians is like was like a weird exception. Like Guardians, I I've always said Guardians shouldn't have worked as a movie, but did because James Gunn yeah. like made it fun. Because uh, the and they also didn't go with the original Guardians. They're like the original team because that would have been a mess. Uh, and also. Too many of them are connected to the Shi'ar, who like you can't oh, have. Yeah. Okay. You can't have unless you and the Shi'ar are way too connected to the X Men. So it's like, which is another thing. I it's mean, just like with, granted, that's another notch under Gun's belt in terms of right casting or right characters. Yeah. 
to yeah, pull yeah, from yeah, yeah. to make sure that works out in in the movie. That's 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 good decision making on his part. So I'm hoping this this sound thing that I keep encountering is just my headphones. Anyway, well, we'll find, I'll find out after. No, 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 I don't. No, 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 no. It's uh, the left okay. uh, keeps the volume and everything keeps shifting. I think I think that I'm hoping that's just the headphones. Anyway, uh, so speaking of DC, Black Adam, uh, enjoyed it. I legitimately, before I came here, was trying to remember what we were going to talk about, and I completely forgot that we had seen Black Adam. Oh, I did. I mean, it's it has potential, meaning yeah. that the casting is perfect. You know, Rock and Black Adam, great connection right I will, there i will say the writing is what hurt yeah. the film yes you know it's i love the action it wasn't dull you no. know that's that's why i love that's why man of steel while it broke my heart when it came to pa kent and the ending sure but just to see superman unleashed yeah i've never seen that before that's what i love seeing a Powerful character. I still, have a soft unleashed. Spot. I still have a soft spot for Man of Steel. Like I'll, I'll admit, you know, I'll admit that. Yeah, it. I mean, fun movie. It has the makings. I mean, granted, if J- under James Gunn or whatever, because I know from reports, Cavill is back as Superman. Yeah. Um. Spoiler. I am spoiler. He's he's in he's the and he's a, he's been on social media yeah, announcing yeah. that. Um, I am doing my best to realize my problems with him is because of Zack Snyder. Yeah, that's I what guess. I'm trying to tell. I mean, because he did not direct the movie, he or any of the movies he's been under. He's just been told what to do, and he's doing the best with it. Now, granted. Is he a great actor? No, but neither no. was Christopher Reeve. That being, that being, <laughs> but he still was a great that, Superman. That, that being said, like the other handful of movies that Henry Cavill was in weren't terrible. Like Man from Uncle was not a terrible movie. Was not. I haven't a, seen that. It's fun. It's 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 not anything. I saw it's he not, was in Fallout, Mission Impossible. Fallout yeah, or something. you know he was all right there. the fists. You know, it's 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 all there. Uh, He's all right, you know. He 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 is not the. There are definitely people who are better in those movies. I mean, look, you're playing opposite. However, you might feel about Tom Cruise when you're playing opposite Tom Cruise. There's nothing you can do. You know what I mean? It's Tom Cruise. He's he's still Tom Cruise. Like, and he's nearly sixty now, uh, which we will, we can probably talk briefly. About Top Gun Maverick. Have you I seen have Top Gun? I have not seen Top Gun. I, w- I want to watch. Once it's available to rent, I am going it to. It is available to rent. Okay, all right. That's how I saw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's all right. Uh, but, I mean, the, yeah. A the billion th- dollars all right? No. Uh, I Although I understand why a billion dollars. Oh, uh, because, like, I don't get it. I mean, it's like, it's a bunch of dudes in w- warships. I don't get it. I don't know so, how it costs a billion dollars. So, so here's what I'll say. It it came out. Is it short? Is it what? Relative. I mean, it is not like an epic. It's. It, I think it comes. If I remember correctly, it clocks in at just under two hours. Maybe. Okay. No, it might be longer. I don't. I don't remember. 
I will say that because I never envisioned that movie crossing the billion so, dollar threshold. So he, it at came all. out in a light month, I think. Uh, it has because it's Tom Cruise and because it's an it's a it's a giant nostalgia fest. By the way, there. But for repeat viewings, I just I mean I get like old folks like us watching it. But that's not just old people so, like so, us. So, so let me say a couple of things. Uh, Tom Cruise is still a global megastar. It's why the Mission Possible movies do really well. Uh, you know, I think they're on like the, the sixth one or something like now. Uh, like he's going to be a draw all over the world. He's still a global megastar. However you might feel about that is however you might feel about that doesn't matter He's still a global megastar. Number two, there's the nostalgia factor. Also, there is stuff in that movie that is just direct them just retreading stuff from the first film. Uh, right down to like a fucking volleyball game. Like it's, 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 there's crazy, it's, it's st- almost stupid. Is there danger zone in it? Oh yeah, of course. It's, in okay, the be- it's right at the beginning. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm going to have to watch it. Uh, it, it like the beginning of it like start it's different jets but it's like the same it's virtually this the same music at the beginning uh also say what you i mean about how much it's like a propaganda for like the military the flight sequences i literally don't know couldn't tell how much of it they did cg and how much of it was footage of actual jets it, the flight sequences are spectacular in it. The enemy, the enemy they face is kind of a nebulous thing. Uh, it's a lot like the first film. It is it is an excuse to watch these really like legitimately amazing jet fight sequences, and the the new one is exactly the same. Like it's. Like it's it's kind of like one of those things that you watch and you're just like, all right, it, it's kind of ha- however you might feel about the rest of the film, which is just okay. It's kind of hard to deny how amazing these jet sequences are because they're fucking amazing. <laughs> like they're great. Like I said, the rest of the movie is kind of amp. But if you remember the original, the rest of the yeah, movie was kind of amp. Yeah. You know the plot, the the enemy. I mean, in, in that period, they they had the Russians in the Cold War to use it as excuse. This one, I think, it's like a vaguely Middle Eastern. I don't even think they say specifically what country it's supposed to be, uh, and you don't see anybody's face really. It's just like a weird enemy fighters or whatever. Yeah, they're they have to go nondescript. They have to go destroy like a, a nuclear development facility that it's like really heavily defended uh and then after the, uh, it's in like a weird like mountain ravine so they have to fly really low to get like go below it's like this crazy flight thing that they have to do uh and then like jo- dodge like missiles and gunfire and then enemy fighters you know dog fighting and it, yeah it's it's just an all of that is just an excuse to have if it's CG, it's great CG. If it's actual fighters, it's people Even more impressive. doing. I mean, there's stuff that's 
definitely CG. Because I know he did a lot of his own stunts, and I know he's famous for that. Uh, so he was involved in some of it. So I'm assuming that quite a few of it was actual real fighters. Yeah, know? and and like there is stuff that you could definitely tell is CG, just because some of it is just like I don't. They wouldn't risk real airplanes yeah, yeah, getting would not, damaged. They would not, uh, you know, hundred million dollar airplanes. They would not allow. That's really worrying me. The sound I'm getting out of the left ear. I really. Do you want to use my headphones? Uh, yeah. I have over the ears. Whenever you want to take. It seems like it's fine. Yeah. You sure? Yeah. Because I have the adapter for that. Yeah. Uh might want to depending on how long we go we might want to i might need to ask you if you have double a batteries i should yeah okay uh but yeah like you know i think the only reason why some of that stuff they did cg is like like we were saying is just like i don't think they would risk a couple of a couple like three or four multi-hundred million dollar jets on and human beings, let's not and forget. Human and human beings. Yeah, but but but, <laughs> but I think they. I mean, they even they even bring that up in in it's uh, it's kind of a thing in the because uh, he starts out like testing like a new plane where they're just like it was just like there's a there's a little thread running through it's just like yeah the planes. What about the pilots? Yeah, but the planes yeah. are much more expensive. We can replace the we can replace the pilots. Yeah, it's uh yeah, uh the whole con. There's a the undercurrent is is he's trying to in the beginning is that like he's trying to there's like a new jet and he's uh trying to break us up speed uh record because they're gonna be replaced by drones. Yeah, well, which, yeah, that makes is, yeah. Uh, that's the obvious real enemy in all of this. Yeah. Te- modernity. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's, it's a plot. Eh? And you know, all right. I, I'll, it's, it's, it's worth seeing. I'll, I'll check it. I'll check it out. It's worth renting. Val Kilmer is in it. It's very, it's very brief and it's incredibly sad. <laughs> uh, no, it's incredible. It's incredibly sad because they incorporated the fact that he's sick into it oh i see okay so he doesn't he's typing he he has maybe two actual speaking lines in the scene that he's in and the rest is just him commuting by text uh because he literally can't like in the movie he literally can't talk and in real life he can barely speak nowadays so it's like it is both like it was it, it it's one of those weird scenes that's given more gravity is going to sound horrible but it's given more gravity than it deserves because you know that the guy on screen is playing someone who's dying yeah. and he is also literally dying you. like and it's one of those things where you're watching Tom Cruise act and you're like he some of this might not be him acting cuz he carries a lot of the acting weight of that scene and you just get the see, the feeling that it's like he just he didn't have to do very much to get emotional because he's like oh I'm supposed to be getting sad and emotional about my friend who's dying 
I'm literally sitting across across from someone who is literally. I mean, dying. he never. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of Tom Cruise, but I mean, I could never question his dedication to he's his craft. Fan- Look, he's a fantastic. He's dedicated actor. Like he's to a fantastic the craft. Actor. It's really hard to believe. Him. Big ego, yes, but he takes yeah, his also, job seriously. And also, like, really hard nowadays to believe him as a character who is not also Tom Cruise. Like, he can't outrun. It's one of my big problems, you, weird tangent, with War of the Worlds is, like, as great as the Steven Spielberg War of the Worlds is, he's complete. Tom Cruise is completely not believable as that guy. But to be fair, you. You know what you expect. You go see yeah, it for yeah. Tom Cruise, yeah. and at the at this point, he's not gonna fight it. You know, he's he accepts it. You know, he'll do his his very best, and we uh, know that. But at the end of the day, it's Tom Cruise, and you can't escape that aura yeah. in whatever I mean, character he I mean, takes look, on. Look, that's why Magnolia is one of the best roles he has ever done, because it is him. Never seen that one as well. Oh, uh, it's 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 really long. I'll tell you that not it's my really cup of tea. it's really depressing. Also, um, not my cup of tea. But it's great because it is Tom Cruise playing a motivational speaker. And not he interested. Is, he is no, but it's it's great because it is so like him leaning into the everything that everyone thinks about him and playing off of that. It's what I mean. The director, what's his name? It's the guy who did There Will Be Blood. I always forget it. Uh, okay. It's a brilliant movie. Uh, I, I, and once you see it once, you never need to watch I mean, I know people watch it repeatedly. For me, it's like you never need to watch it again <laughs> after you've seen it once. Uh, yeah, that, I mean, Born on the Fourth of July. Fucking, he's great in that movie. Uh, because he's fucking hilarious and he's... He's As uh, from uh, Tropic, Tropic Thunder. Thunder, yeah, he's great. And I'm I'm here that he's trying to make a feature length film based on that character. Of course he is. I wouldn't mind that. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I yeah, honestly, yeah. I would spend money on that. If Ben is involved, I'll watch it. If Ben is not involved, <laughs> I might not want to see it. Um, but yeah, it's that's a really long tangent to to say that like yeah. Top Gun, good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely gonna be checking it so, out. So, so Black Adam, the big, I mean. Look, it's. I think the biggest issue is that the script wasn't great. Some characters it, are a bit annoying. Well, that boy. Well, well, well that, that's boy. What well, that's uh, what I was gonna say. Is that they because the script isn't that great, they lean way too heavily on trying to have the Rock carry the entire film. And look, the that dude is. Walking charisma, but the entire supporting cast is kind of crap. Like, I mean, Rock was not the problem. I mean, granted, his acting wasn't the greatest. But I, he's like Tom Cruise. I know what I'm getting from a Rock film. But that's what I mean. Is like, is is like, and I, I think right after we saw the film, I was just like, what? You know, that was entertaining. The Rock is going to be the Rock. I wish they had spent some more time actually, any effort. Aside from maybe Cyclone and and Adam Smasher, to 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 make us care at all about anybody else yeah. in the film, like you were saying, the kid was annoying. So I was like, yeah, because he's a prop. He's not a real character. He's a prop to give something helpless 
that The Rock can care about and identify with because he sees like a parallel with his son, which of course, I guess we're supposed to, you know, we'll figure that out because he's a kid, but it's just like, yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't need that. I really did not want the whole connection with the fact that it was given to him, not by the gods. I mean, I didn't care. You know, I, I would have preferred that he, as a character, was trying to trick the gods into giving him power sure. to to get rid of the oppressors in his land. That would have been more compelling because, you know, now it's like you're teetering around, you know, face territory. He's no longer a heel. He's a good guy. Yeah. And I'm like, Black Adam is a, is a supreme cunt, you know. Yeah. And He's I don't doomed. want... I mean, like, yeah. Like, except you know, not, smart. Yeah, <laughs> you except know. not smart. Yeah, except not smart. Yeah. So it's like, I love the fact that he could potentially rule his nation, but I just wish that they just leaned heavily towards the fact that he's an asshole, which they didn't do. It's like, yeah, I don't mind him being a bad guy, but they didn't, they didn't commit. Well, because they're trying they did to not commit to be make, make, They're make kind him. of trying to make, because it's The Rock, they're kind of trying to make him like an anti-hero, hero type. And it's just like, meh. Make him a hero by presenting someone a, a bigger threat and more vile yeah. than him. Instead, you have the the Justice Society and a just god awful version of the Justice Society. With the, with the exception, uh, uh, of, I didn't, exception. I didn't hate, I didn't hate the Justice Society. I, I'm not a fan of Cyclone. Adam Smasher was good comic relief. I and I love uh, Pierce Brosnan. I, I, I thought like, he was great. I I do too. I think he was kind of wasted, uh, especially because, like I said, I love the DC Magic Universe, and Fate is the helm of Fate is terrifying, and like the whole like that. Uh, before we get the Hawkman, which is just, just ugh, there are so many things wrong there. You mean Black uh, Panther? We will get to that in a second. Uh, and I, and I, and I, I mean, some, I know I Marvel some, and DC I, I, look, b- borrow some, from each other, but that is that just that fucking blatant. Really, really that bad. is fucking blatant. No, no, no. <laughs> all right. So, so, all right, let's just get into this because, because I was going to wait to get it, dude. So, we have talked about I was just hoping for so, <laughs> I was expecting that theme song for like Wakanda to pop up whenever so, they were so, in that ship. Especially that ship was very uh, Wakandan. So so here's the thing is this is because we talk about, you know, social justice and representation a lot on this podcast. And that is in my opinion, the what they did with Hawkman is a textbook example of you made this worse. Like, you really did make it feel like you were trying to fill a quota. Because you did nothing but rip off the other black, major black character from the, from the competition. Like, it's... It was so blatant, so blatant. Like even like the ship that he's driving looks like it came from Wakanda. It's just like, like I wouldn't say 
fulfill a quota. But, but that's what it felt like because it's just like you. I just mean, to did. be fair, it's there are a lot of minorities in the film, you yeah. know, to begin with. I would just say that their approach to Carter Hall, um, just I, because I, I don't mind the actor. The actor was fine. Yeah, me either. No, uh, I like him. But I, I, it's I, just like it's just very much. It's a carbon copy of Wakandan tech and, and also, you know T'Challa. That's all, that's all I'm. That's and also that's, that's all not, I, I wouldn't say quota. I'm just saying they are just simply borrowing the style of well, what it's, they it's, what it's, was created for Black Panther and T'Challa. Well, that's what I mean. It, not filling filling quota is the wrong phrase for it. it, it it's it's like I don't I it, maybe because when they say filling quota, it just means we got to put this black person in because it's needed but the movie's already diverse yeah, yeah, yeah you know yeah. um a lot of middle eastern actors the rock is you know um is of mixed race um so there are a lot of you know people of color in this film yeah. it's just a matter of I don't think it's their in, in that their their portrayal of carter you know where i know we need, Thanag- we need wait we need to we need to pause because we need to find. You sure you don't want to use my headphones? All right, uh, we are back. Uh, Hello. Yeah, All right. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's it's yeah. I will say. Uh, yeah, I, I mean I, I, the thing is, I, yeah, I would I, I would disagree with how you worded it, it yeah, but it's yeah. just simply, um, yeah, they just like borrowed heavily in terms of tones but, but and felt, air because you know, you know carter's you know i mean because the hawkman is from like ran thanagar they are they're yeah. they're aliens granted yes they're aliens and they're advanced tech you know involved with their wings yeah. um but it's like there's no if you're a if you're not a comic book nerd you will clearly see that they're just biting off of yeah, well, Wakanda. Well, when it, if you know DC, you'll know that this 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 person is, is an alien or has is using alien tech. They just don't mention that. So first impression, clearly, it's biting off of well, Wakanda. Well, well, the reason I I mean, like I said, feeling like it wasn't it. It just it felt like the when we pause, like the analogy I thought of was. Uh, you know, you cast a person of color, you cast a black man as this character, and because you did that, you somehow, the script screenwriters, felt the need to add stuff that didn't need to be there. Once again, I think this movie was in making for a while now under prior Warner Brothers leadership. Yeah, yeah. So I think that they felt if they're going to cast this actor, I mean, it's, it's sad that they, I think that they would, that's their motive, but hopefully yeah, yeah. they would just like steal off of the popularity yeah, and of it's, Wakanda. It's also, again, like, but that would not, I, in my opinion, I don't think under the new leadership of whatever DC films, that shit won't happen. I mean, I, I, I don't think I that feel would happen like for moving both forward. of those characters, you cast for Dr. Fate and Hawkman, 
you cast these actors who are good actors, even, you know, arguably great actors, and you just don't, you, like, don't do anything. You, you make. It's a Zack Snyder effect. Bad director, bad director. You make both of them seem like ripoffs of, especially in Dr. Fate's uh, case, ripoffs of their Marvel counterparts. Which, if I, I'm not positive about this, but I think Doctor Fate predates Doctor Strange. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like, look, I understand it's Black Adam's movie, it's The Rock's movie, but then in in like is it, like you were saying, it's just like, well, then give him a bigger threat. Also, the the quote unquote yeah was, was pretty was, fucking was lame. I mean, not yeah, no correction. Oh, is just as bad as Ares was in yeah. Wonder Woman. Um, although, I mean, there they you, there are so be- many there's so many great villains in DC. Why don't they tap them? I don't know. Instead, they just have like this nondescript. I mean, at least in Wonder Woman's Ares makes sense. Not the not how he's portrayed. I'm sorry. I love the or, the original human actor. Great actor. David Thewlis. But, I loved Alfred. I but loved David Thewlis. Yeah, I was, his was final say. form was fucking lame. I yeah. I remember vividly rolling my eyes <laughs> seeing him uh, uh, become Ares. I'm like, uh, and then this guy. I don't know what his what his this character's name. I don't care. I just wish they didn't go that route with that yeah. character. Uh, well, because they had to have him face off against something. Yeah, but, but come but, on, someone notable. I mean, granted, you're gonna kill him off. Wait, did they kill him off? I think so. Essentially, but that, I think that's also the reason why is like if they can't use any of the major DC. I'm sure they they could because, use someone because someone that who is they don't so, mind killing off though. But I will say, and as proven by the the post credits cameo. There are very few villains who can challenge someone who is that power level. And most of those villains are people who are going to fight Superman. So they're probably saving all of... They didn't want to put any of them in this movie. Because they're sa- they want to they have them face off against both of them. Or face off against, you know, the Justice League or something like that. But to be fair, that post credit scene, although it was choreographed... Sure. Uh, leading up to the release of the film, and a little bit rushed. It is promised. Even in, the, even in the context of the film itself, I it's, think it's last minute. Last minute deals with Henry Cavill, what, convincing but, but, him to but, but be on board. They have, they have Amanda Waller talking about it, and like three seconds later, he's there. I mean, look, it's Superman. He can get there pretty fast. But it's just like, well, if he could be number one. Superman does n- not like Amanda Waller. I don't think he would. I think he would have just shown up. He would have shown up earlier. Yeah, I, he wouldn't have waited for Amanda Caller, Ma, you know, Waller's call to show up. But yeah, it was a little bit too pat. That being said, it was yeah, it was cool. It's a good and there setup. Were clearly I mean, people it's, in the theater who and it's it, and it seems to which we were both like, <laughs> like I don't understand. The I, I, I it's like I don't get the Cavill. It's like the Cavill stands and the Zack Snyder stands. I don't know what the fuck is up with you people out there. You exist. 
I just don't I mean, see that, that, you've been captured. It's like, you know, uh, they whatever syndrome where they're just like being captive by terrible films. Well, also, and they think I that this is how it's supposed the, to be for Warner Brothers. In the context of just that scene, it might not have even been Snyder's. It's just the excitement of that sh- Superman showed up and it's Henry Cavill. Like, not you know what greatest. I mean? Granted, better than Brandon Ralph. I mean, yeah, I admit yeah, that. Yeah. Um, but no, another movie that I have a soft spot for. It's got, a, it's got massive problems that uh, I have a soft spot for. Uh, uh, another time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> another no, time. We've discussed, we're, 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 we have? Yeah, yeah. Okay. We've definitely discussed that. Um, I have a soft spot for that movie. But, uh, yeah, it's just like, I, I, I feel that from what I've seen on social media about what The Rock has said, uh, he he gets the character, he gets DC, he gets Superman is the champion. Sure. And he is down for really rolling up his sleeves and knocking the shit out of Henry Cavill Superman. And I think that they have a great relationship off screen. Naya, uh, <laughs> he the, uh, those two actors have a great relationship so i would yeah. love to see those two um you know have at it and work together on a future film I, uh, but but also like look like the you know when you're talking about like people who care about the characters it almost doesn't if we're talking about like the rock it almost doesn't matter whether he cares necessarily about the character of Black Adam, but you do know that The Rock is someone who cares about if he's gonna play a superhero. He, because he he had you know even in movies that he's not good that aren't good movies, like and he's talked about this like he has a reputation that and he has an uh, he has an ethos as far as like how he pr- approaches his career how he pr- approaches the characters that he plays like he definitely has a thing where like even like if he's playing someone who's like n- like morally a little bit dubious he understands that he is kind of a modern day superhero just being Dwayne the Rock Johnson so, like, even if he doesn't care that much about Black Adam, the character from the comic book, he definitely cares deeply about making that character work on film. <laughs> or at least making it, like, exciting and, like, I mean, something I, I that mean, people want to watch. I thought he know? was dope. I mean, I yeah. love the fight scenes between him and the JSA. Something I like. You know, I like heroes fight heroes or, like, heroes or anti-heroes facing off someone who can't challenge them. Yeah. And you felt that, you know, the Justice Society could do some damage to a Black Adam. Um, so I'm just hoping, I have hoped that future film iterations of this character will be successful. Dude, like, Batman v Superman, unfortunately, was ruined from the start. But I feel, I feel that the next... Superman versus Black Adam. Sure. That would be dope. That it, would be dope. A, again, whether it's a good movie or not, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Because it's it's just... And to be fair, this was a fun movie. Yeah, I, it yeah, wasn't exactly. the greatest. But, you know, it's like a Godzilla film. 
you, 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 sometimes you just have to ignore the humans and just focus on the monsters beating each other up. When the heroes are fighting, that was compelling. Yeah. You know, I enjoyed that. Um, also, so they have a I good also, formula. It's just like they have to tighten the, the script in by the future. Like in introducing like Amanda Waller and like all of that. Like, I think they're trying to like at the very least, like kind of link together the things that have been working. A I mean, bit. to be fair, there are a lot of great things that worked under the previous regime in terms of actors. I mean, yeah. uh, um, Waller, great casting. Sure. You know, I love the ad actor. Um, the guy who plays Shazam, great. And I'm glad that he's going to still be in the future of the films. And, I mean, they've also, got some good... Also, like, Tying groundwork it, tying and it Momoa, the, <laughs> Momoa I mean, being like, Momoa, but, great. But like tying the Black Adam universe because that's the wizard, Shazam, and it's all of the wizards that like, you know, Black Adam is definitely connected to the Shazam. It's the whole like magic yeah. universe, and like I said, because it's my favorite part of it. I wish they were doing a cared a little bit more about like the lower tier characters. But they're doing a pretty solid job, you know, like, and, and, and again, like DC, I think the, like you were saying, Batman, it's a, it's, everyone wants to do Batman. Everyone wants to do a really good Batman. And every Batman is going to be great. Yeah. Every Batman is going to be great. That's it's, easy to do. It's a, it's. Uh, the formula has been written. Yeah, <laughs> yeah know, exactly. For it's, that it's, character. Exactly. It's. It is. Uh, I was gonna say, like, not a soft. What's? Uh, yeah, it's. It's not a. It's a layup. <laughs> I think building the universe, or that's a good start before they get to the A tiers characters. Stay away. Stay away from. Stay away from the Holy Trinity for now. Yeah. And stay away. I mean, look, they had. Like I said, we had Superman in it, but he's not like a big part of it. Uh yeah, and also there are. Just, like the one thing that they've learned that DC needed to learn was the best way into your universe is with your sea level characters. Like, and you can, and also you have more room to play when you're dealing with those sea level with mixed results. Like some of them great, like the suicide squad, some of them not so great, like the justice society, like, but you still have more, even with the take on Hawkman, like, it, you know, it was the wrong choice, but it was a choice. Yeah. Like it was, it was, they were trying to do something a little different and, because not everyone has heard of Hawkman. And, so you can kind of do what you want with it. And I think that with the more positive films that are out there that are just not total trash, yeah. you know, that will bode well for the future of these characters because once again, Marvel makes money because of reputation. Sure. You know, even their shitty movies are going to make a billion dollars because of reputation. Sure. If Warner Brothers can do a good and they've been doing a good job with it, removing the stain of yeah. previous flops. If they can do that, then other good films like The Suicide Squad, which was a great film, yeah. but unfortunately it was a, a flop because, you know, 
people didn't give it the time of day you know people was, you know didn't trust it a little it. bit it was still a little bit too much in pandemic yeah that people were uh i will but people say, but the pandemic has proven that people will go out and see the movie i mean look so, at spider-man Look at Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. You know, they will brave shit, you know, just to be entertained for like a big box, blockbuster film. But that's Spider-Man. Uh, and it's also Spider-Man where everyone knew the other two guys were going to be in it. That was like an Third open- film. It's the third film in the Spider-Man. It's the, it was the ending. So there was a massive buildup. Sure. Leading, leading towards that, which obviously raises the stakes and builds up audience but, but anticipation. Also, but also... It was an open secret the, that Toby and Andrew Garfield were going to be in it. We didn't know who else was going to be in it, but it was an open secret that yeah. the two of them were going to be in it. And I think that was a big part of it. Um, but also, uh, one of my favorite things was just a random tweet that I saw. Uh, so one of the defining runs, not on Justice Society, but on Justice League of America, that had some of those characters in it. Uh, uh, Kevin Maguire, who was like a artist, one of my favorite artists, but uh, artist on Justice League. He might have been an artist on Justice Society, but I don't think he had like a really defining run. Him and Keith Giffen and J.M. Mateus on Justice League, and he tweeted it was just like, I saw that, like, J.M. Mateus, Keith Giffen, and me were in the thank yous for Black Adam. I guess for the justice, he's like, do you know why? Because I sure don't. <laughs> and I thought that was funny because he was just like, I, I have no idea. I mean, they're I mean, I'm, probably us, they no idea. they pulled some references from the, for the justice for some uh, that being said, issues. Like as far as like a version of the reason why I bring that up is like versions of the Justice League that are just a combination of people and also writer you know with that that trio on justice league uh you get this you know guy gardner is the green lantern you have superman on that team you have batman but he's not really a regular member you have i think wally west and then you have like mm, wally yeah and then you have like blue beetle and booster gold and fire <laughs> and all the, like you, i would you love all- to see them i would love if a James Gunn would pull off a booster goal. That's <laughs> I, I think he would be a great reason, character for him to play but, with. But see, that's the thing. The reason why I bring that up is because with James Gunn in in charge of like DC, we might get that Justice League team, and that Justice League team is great because that combinate like Superman occasionally, Shirley Batman. Uh, Booster Gold, Blue Beetle, Guy Gardner, Green Lantern, Fire, I think like Fire Story, like that, te- like that combination of personalities, especially Booster Gold and and Blue Bur- uh, Blue Beetle and Guy Gardner, Green Lantern, are like a combination that is like tailor made for James Gunn, like that, like I I that's the Justice League I want to see. Henry Cavill is probably will probably. I mean, he can make maybe even make Henry Cavill work in that thing because Superman could be the straight man. Yeah. Uh, to like the rest of these goofballs <laughs> who just like yeah, because the, the rest of them are like 
all C-level characters. Like, and that, like, that was a great, I mean, a lot of that had to do with, like, that writing team and that, and Kevin Maguire drawing, like, these facial expressions that were priceless. But, like, yeah, it's, like, like you were saying, Booster Gold is a fantastic character for James Gunn yeah. to handle. And they've Blue got Beetle, quite a, that, they've got Ted, quite Ted a. Color, Blue Beetle is a oh, okay, great yeah, okay. Uh, uh, for James Gunn to handle. Even, and Guy Gardner, perfect character. I mean, they've got, I mean, DC's got some tools to work with, you know? Yeah. It's just, will they have a visionary to unlock them? And that, that, and I I I think, I I now don't know whether that Flash movie is even going to come out because they might need to, they've, they've spent the money, so they might just need to release it. Uh, but God damn it, was that a disaster before it's even come out? And it's because that fucking dude is a fucking. Psycho. I mean, this is where you make better decisions with casting. Yeah. You know, it's like, I mean, I never heard of Ezra Miller, but mm, he was in a ha- I mean, he was in a handful of movies that I liked. I wasn't. I wasn't crazy about it. Yeah. I mean, it's it wasn't my B- Barry Allen. When I think Barry Allen, I don't see Ezra Miller. You know, I just saw as this young millennial I mean, archetype that I mean, they had to put in the yeah. screen I mean, look, of the young kid, you know, and I didn't see that I, for I, Flash I, at all. I still see Grant Gustin just because, dude, yeah. and also, like, I, like I've like i mentioned this before, like, I saw rumors that, like, they might have been reaching out. Like, of course, people were throwing out rumors of that. But it's just like, dude, how are you, like, the, those last handful of seasons of, the Flash were terrible, but everyone loves that dude. Like Grant, like he's yeah. just so that, like not just, but but like if you see like his social media stuff and all the stuff that like he was doing, like I was just like, oh, that guy. <laughs> like he's exactly, he is so on the nose who you want to be playing Barry yeah. Allen that you're just like, yeah. Greg Gustin, you know, however you might feel about the rest of the actors, you know, first couple seasons of Arrow were great, but however you might feel, Steven, he's not a great actor. Uh, but it's just like, yeah, that, that that dude, even if he's like a little bit aged out of the character. Oh, what? I don't know about aged out. You yeah. Know, I always feel that Flash, especially Barry Allen is the mature one. But, I think but, but also if like, they were to recast and try to do a retcon of this character, I think an older Barry Allen would work. Would be great. Also, Justice Society, I mean, they're not going to do Alan Stewart, obviously. Uh, no. That version of Green Lantern, because they haven't even... Yeah, that's a, that's Lantern. different. That's a different Green Lantern, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, they're not gonna. Do, I but, but I will say, Justice. We'll see what the Justice Society minus, uh, old Flash. Is kind of like, he's kind of the the one of the cores of that team, and then yeah. not have him there. I know why he's not. He's not in Black Adam because he've been a huge distraction. Yeah, but. But, like, that team, again, like, one of those things is, like, you had the Justice Society, but you didn't you didn't really care about that team or what makes that team that team. Uh, Justice Society, one of the reasons, one of the ways that 
reason that teams works is again, like it's this combination of kind of like guys who've been around for a really long time and in different arca- incarnations, it's like a family. It's a bunch of old, like old versions of the superheroes and some new versions like star girl and like, uh, yeah, it became like a generational team. But, like, for me, just a society without uh, that ver- – I'm really having trouble producing his name. The Golden Age fat Flash. Pre-Barry Allen. Stewart? No. It'll come to me. It'll, def- it'll come to me while we're talking about other yeah. stuff. Uh, so, yes, uh, before we talk about – very recent things. Uh, House of the Dragon. Um, the property of Game of Thrones just fucking prints money. Um, it's just like with HBO's skill of great acting, storytelling, it's a fucking shame that D&D just went out of the way to shit all over this franchise. Different people, you're able to make an amazing thing with House of the Dragon. Yeah, yeah. How much of an effort did they have to do to torpedo the last two fucking seasons of the main show? I don't get it. Because looking at this, it's uh, it's set in a, it's a prequel. Yeah. And it's even better. It shouldn't have worked. It shouldn't it's have even, worked. And they so... Wait, wait. Oh, it sh- it, I, don't, I disagree with you. Because unlike the first one... This is a more tight story. You don't have oh, different characters. because it definitely has an ending. Yes. You, a yeah. definite ending. We all, know, we all know what it is. But at the same time, just seeing a dysfunctional family. And it's tight. You don't have to you know, deal with like 40 and 50 different characters. It's just like a small handful of characters hating each other over you know, d- minor disagreements. Also, I love also, that. Also, those... Last two episodes, they just fucking, in my opinion, they stuck I mean, the landing so hard. And to be fair, they held back. Yeah. You know, they, yes. I mean, they did not give a spectacle because Game of Thrones is known for spectacle. But in terms of setting up the real shit that's about to pop but, off, but, but that to, is just to be perfect. Fair, they did have a spectacle because, but it was all dragons. Dude, man. We know what's going to pop off next year yeah. with, like, the dragon on dragon violence. We just saw a fucking yeah. morsel of Dude, what can happen. But I got I mean, I texted you that second to last episode with... Uh, the Greens? The Green Council? But the end of that episode where, like, her response... Like, how much of a, like, baller gangster move is, like, of how to express your opinion about everything that is going on than to crash through the palace doors on the back oh. of a fucking dragon. <laughs> like, I was just like, that's a fucking, that's just her like proving. Yeah. This woman should have been. And crazy. I love that actor. I mean, she, yeah. and I know there's going to be more of her in season two, yeah. but there's a small snippets of her during the season. I just can't wait to see. Yeah. yeah. She is a fucking and, and, queen. And, and that thing, like, she made a decision. That's a decision. Like, I was just like, oh, that's, I mean, and 
if you weren't on top of a dragon, that that's essentially treason. What you just did, like, yeah, it's just like that's a statement. <laughs> that's a fucking statement. Better uh, statement would be to kill the fuckers, but no, it's it's not her place. I have it was in her. I half expired. And I was just it was like, in no, her place. they weren't going to do that because, it, but also because just narrative wise, yeah. yeah. it's the second to last episode. Yeah. That would be like a season finale thing. Is like I, I almost expected that the like she was going to enter in it and then just go Dracoris and just fucking annihilate everyone. I was like, no, 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 no. There's still one more episode. Yeah. Where would they go if they had done that? And we won't have any Dance of the Dragons if sure. that were to happen. Um. But yeah, just like this season, Game of Thrones, the original series, was carried by the overall world. I mean, yeah. um, Jon Snow, Kit Harrington, not the best actor. No. You know, a lot of, and I've seen like Rob Stark, he, the actor who plays Rob Stark, he's done other films. And I was like, damn, he is not a good actor either. No. You know, and it's like, what would happen if Game of Thrones had actual people who knew what they're doing? Yeah. And this is House of the Dragon, yeah. where everyone is amazing. And I, initially, I had my doubts about aging up the characters. I did too. But my God, the older versions of Rhaenyra and Alicent, I am, I'm both, I, I, had to I, look I her hate because I recognized her and I was. Just I've, like, I, I know she's done some other Ready things. Player one. She's the girl he falls in love with in Ready Player One. I have she's to rewatch that. She's like a lot younger in it, but 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 uh, not yeah. a lot younger, but she's younger in it. And yeah, I, like, I don't remember. Like, I know, I know that face, and then I looked at, it, I was like, oh yeah, Ready Player One. Okay, now um, I remember. Yeah. But yeah, just like it's like I felt bad, but I I love her the older version of Allison more than the I younger yeah, version. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, but like and, top and the down, the casting is just superb. The the older version of Renee's. Uh, I always get the fucking names wrong. Rhaenyra? Rhaenyra. Uh, I really like the younger actor. Uh, and then by like the th- second or third episode of the time jump of the older Rhaenyra, yeah. I was just like, okay, I'm on board with her too. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah, they're new to us, you know. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, give them time. They'll go through some situation that will make you fall in love with those characters or hate those characters. But it's also a a credit to the, how good the actors are in general that the younger version of the, for the most part, not everybody, the younger versions of the actors, like some of them I actually miss, like the younger version of Renee. Although I will say the teenage, uh, What's his name? Who is riding the largest dragon? Aegon. Aegon the second. I didn't like that, but I liked the older version. I liked. I didn't like the kid. I. To really... be fair, that was a point, and yeah. and granted, that was David Tennant's son. <laughs> um, uh, but that was a point to be yeah. bratty, you know. Um, but I'm just like excited to see where they're gonna, what type of asshole will Aegon the second be because we've already seen Ramsay Bolton we've already yeah, seen yeah. um oh, no, no, no. Joffrey I meant, I meant the the one-eyed kid oh Eamon I like the older actor a lot better yeah because he's doing shit yeah, yeah, yeah. you know yeah uh, and plus he's got like this 
Bond villain look that is just yes. you know you just that's it. you know that Bond was... villain look that it's like we we instantly recognize and you know shit's about to happen with this character. I you know it's really funny because I didn't think of that until you said that just now. I was like, that's exactly what it is. He it's he a looks fucking, it. He's got a Bond vibe. and he's, he's and now and thanks to the end of the episode of. Uh, end of the season, he's got like this gimmicky eye. Come on, every Bond villain has this weird, you know, yeah, yeah. thing, you know, and it's just like it's just amazing. Like top down, I'm like invested in it. It's just like it's smaller scale. I mean, there we don't have to see White Walkers. You yeah. know, we're not distracted well, by anything. See, else. And I love Game of Thrones because of the human dynamics. It's not. I don't. It, character-wise, it's smaller scale, but because of there's more dragons, it's not smaller scale. Like because every time, because there's more dragons, every time the dragons do something, it ups the scale. Like it's if it was too so when. Well, in terms of scale, in terms of like nothing apocalyptic, not the Night King, not the Army of the Dead. Well, We're talking about just people. Well, well, but here's the thing. And thrones. I don't know if I agree with that because uh, when uh, Damon chops off, what's his name's half of his head, it's a kind of shocking scene, but that's not going to start a war. Like, when uh, Eamon's that giant fucking... Also, just the, the, the kudos to the effects people. Jaws. Just like, that, just on, the shadow of Vagar dwarfing Arix. Oh, that was Vagar, such Vagar, an amazing scene. Vagar, I'm just like, in <sighs> general, like the way they're... Everything, like, you can... It's... She's huge... The, you can tell she's old. Like the, the way they do the movements of that drag, like that's like, just like, mwah. Like, and they set up just like the dynamics between the dragon and dragon riders. Something yes. that we never paid attention to. Yes. Uh, with the earlier things, because when Viserys mentioned that you know it's illusion that they control. The dragons. I just thought that was going to be a one-off line, yeah. but just having that be paid off in the season finale re- and letting us see that the dragons will fucking tell these writers to fuck off if they get pissed off, and you know, just like seeing that well, you're these- still gi- writing a giant animal, a giant predator, like yeah. And I just, With I its like, own, and they admit they these are intelligent animals. Yeah, they're not dumb creatures. They're not dogs or livestock or cattle. They are intelligent beings. Um, and the fact that if they get pissed off, they will ignore the writers. You know, and and also like that they are like there's a different dynamic with different writers. Like when uh the dragons, the giant dragon's name, sorry. Vagar, Rhaegar, Vagar. Vagar burns when she asks. Oh, uh, what his previous dragon riders wishes after her 
miscarriage. Yeah, yeah the the facial expression yeah, yeah. about not initially wanting to do that. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, there is a bond there. And obviously yeah. that bond was able to grow over the years, you know, and to see that it didn't want to. It and felt it's a, bad. And it's a different bond between Amon and... But I also love just that, just the... But to be fair, Eric's started it. Yes. But I Vagar love... ended it. And I was just like, Epically. you just see Amon just going, no, 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 no. And then when it happens, he's just like... And I love the fact they I didn't make him a, a villain. I just started a war. Because, oh, because, you know, to be fair, yes, he looks like a Bond villain. Yeah. But he was teased and harassed, you know... Throughout his childhood, granted, not by the blacks, but his by his fucking douchey well, but, older but, brother. But he also was like in that whole part, like he wasn't, like he he definitely I think would have taken the kid's eye, uh, but that's like inter. I don't a, know. I don't know. I, I, yeah, maybe maybe he wouldn't. But he, he, I definitely wanted to fuck with him. Um, but, but, but I don't that, know. But, but whether whether or not we think he would have taken the kid's eye, he definitely. I think was more likely to do something there because then it's just the two of them. I mean, it has consequences, mm-hmm. but like, it's not the same thing as like your dragon just ate him, like chewed him into pieces, you know, because that's definitely is like, you can see the look on his face. It's like, Oh shit. I just started a war. And that's what I mean. Like it's it's between I characters, but up. that's a war that yeah. just started. <laughs> and to be fair, and I like the fact that it's not purposeful. Yes. You know, it's like despite oh, I love hating on Otto, the actor who plays Otto. Um, but I could see his vantage point. Sure. He I mean, he's not a villain, you know. He's not a fucking little finger per se. Uh Granted, he's sexist, um, but he has a defined like the, way. The hand, right? the hand yeah, yeah, yeah. Allison's father. He has a defined way of seeing the world. Uh, and because they've established in this series how shitty it is to be a second son, yeah, he has to overreach, you know, and do everything possible to secure his position and his family. So I understand why he is pimping his daughter out. Um, to improve the position of his family. Uh, I could see Eamon wanting to, you know, be angry at Luke and Jake for what he, what he went through, you know, as a child. Um, so it's like no one is really, really a villain. You know, like I know... Um, R. Martin is famous for, you know, having characters who are not entirely one way or the other. A lot of great characters. Um, so I feel that I love the fact that I, even though I don't like certain characters, I can't outrightly hate them because, yeah. you know, they're not traditional villain or they're not traditional great people. Because I know for a fact, uh, especially at the end of the last season, shit's about to pop off. Yeah. And also- even though I did not like the Mad Queen, for some reason... I am kind of down for Rainier doing some badass shit because they fucking killed her, her son. So yeah. I'm going to be totally supporting any war crimes that she also, exacts dude, on aside, Westeros. They, just the fucking the, the creepiest scene in the whole <laughs> defeat. 
I know one person who did make out was creepy. <laughs> We're not going to say anything. Uh, um, but yeah, that was. Oh boy. I mean, not not that like, was, creepy is the right word. It was just like I was just like was, I was just like when I was watching, I was just like, what is happening right now? I was just like, is is he a foot guy? And I was like, clearly oh God, he's, he's a, a foot. Oh God, guy. he's a foot guy. Oh God. Oh, and that's the queen. Oh uh, yeah. And then and then I and then I, and then. I did, but I just never, with her self righteousness and her wanting to judge, you know, Rainier for her. Be decisions. I'm mean, like, look at your fucking self, well, but man. That's, but that's but that's what makes that. I mean, two things. That's what makes that scene, quote unquote, great. Uh and number two, it's so fucking Game of Thrones. Like it's there. Like there are things that happen. Like like you know, Damon and you know, it was like fucking Targaryens. Uh Targaryens, fucking other Targaryens. Uh, but like, it's so on brand. That was my, I was like, this is cringy. And then my second thought was, was like, but it's very on brand for Game of Thrones. No, no, I don't, <laughs> I think last, the first series would have just been more disgusting about it. Sure. I sure, think sure. with like, well, they've definitely gotten better. At, yeah, yeah. There are more women from what I've seen yeah. directing. So it's. It's. I think it's not disgusting like it was in the f- first series where there was like Ramsey and Sansa that was just like horrifying. But this, it's like disgusting. But you know, it's like I could get that. You know, I'm yeah. like I don't feel I don't question the decisions of HBO making things disgusting. But I've never seen. Yeah, that's that's the first thing I've I've ever seen anything like that. Sure. Before and and. I will say I finished Rings of Power and whatever. Um I'm not going to finish it. Eh. I you mean find I out, you find out who Sauron Sauron I don't is. care. It's supposed to that's the thing. I don't You're care. Suppo- it's supposed to be a big surprise and it's I don't just care. not it's not. There's care. a season 2 and I am not going to watch it. It this I mean I'm not going to blame Tolkien because they're young, they're writers who've been making movies and TV shows nowadays. So they should be trained on how to sure. make characters more relatable. But I mean, you could see how it doesn't matter how much money you pump yeah. into a show. If you've got bad writing and characters who fall flat, no one's going to give a fuck about it. Yeah. You know, it's like, fuck the money. Put the money into getting great writers yeah. who will make you want to care about that. Not in fucking CG. CG looks great. I I mean, if I can mute that shit, I'll watch it. You sure. know, but it's like they they have their, their priorities a little off. I mean, yeah. or maybe they should just like throw, throw that money out to um, uh, Peter Jackson. Yeah. That would have been uh, it's up CG. Pay the man to help you write this shit. Probably gonna come in later in se- season two when they realize that the show isn't working. Um, so two things, just because I do have to go soon, because uh, the boys need to go on their last work- walk of the night. Um, Andor has been really that last episode. I think might have been like. 
the last two episodes, I think. Are I don't get good. why Star Wars fans don't love great things because, I mean, it's yes, it's slow, but my God, I've never cared about the Empire more. You know what's you know you know why they are actually Star threatening Wars, Star Wars doesn't because this Star Wars feels too much like Star Trek. Fuck you. Like that's that's I I don't think they'd ever admit to that, but it's because it's not I feel that it's like Blade Runner. You know, it's like But, but that's I, what I, I mean. It's it's just like I feel like that would be the commentary. It's like it feels I mean it doesn't feel like Star Trek, but that's like it's You mean bad of, acting and shitty storytelling is that what the more they want so the people who claim to be Star Wars fans who are not fans of Andor I would argue as I have argued many times about the people who shit on stuff like this who don't like it who claim to be Star Wars fans you're not actually Star Wars fans fuck you you're not you're not real fans it's like you're the people who are just like complain about stuff. Was like, okay, so what have you watched and read? I was like, well, I've seen the original trilogy and like you know, or like I've only watched the movies. And I was just like, well, then you're not really a Star Wars fan, and you should shut the fuck up. Like you should stop talking. Like you're not, you're not really a Star Wars fan. Because I, I, I would argue that the like the Star, the Star Wars nerd nerds, and not the like dude bro. People who claim they're the majors, they're big Star Wars fans, should like Andor because it's they extend the universe. You yeah. know, I There's see so different worlds this. outside of Tatooine. You know, it's you see the There's reach so of the Empire. Yes, the Empire actually feels it's the Empire. They're threatening. The I don't. Empire isn't just the Emperor and, and Darth Vader, like. The Empire is an empire, and there are, there's a lot of people in the Empire who have to make the evil work, for lack of a better yeah. way of phrasing. Like, I mean, they need Palpatine needs pencil pushers. Yeah. He needs people who know how to like create uniformity across all of the systems. Um, you, oh my God! I mean, it's like. Even the bad guys I kind of want to root for because what's her name? Griva? Yeah. Oh gosh, she has no powers at all, but she her her zeal yes. and her dedication to order, my gosh, she's fucking terrifying. Well, there's there's a there's a so there's this thing where it's just like you know what the other thing that I think that people don't necessarily like about something like Andor is it muddies the waters. It makes it not just, you know, when you have like Vader and Palpatine, it's very clear who the good guys and the bad guys are. And even this, it's kind of clear who the good guys and the bad guys are. But not, it's not as clean cut because the beginnings of the Rebel, they're they're doing some questionable things. I mean, dude, um, the Skarsgård's character, yeah, he is willing. To make people suffer, yeah. you know, in order to build up a, a rebellion because people are too fat and comfortable. They need to see what the Empire is all about. Push Palpatine to doing shit uh, that will make people realize, oh, wait, they are actually overreaching and there is actually no check 
to this guy. Um, and even the rebellion through Saw Guerrero's uh, monologue. Yeah. Epic monologue yeah. about how fractured the the early stages of the rebellion is. I'm like, I love that. I something I, Star Wars has been needing to see is like, what's it like, you know, on the ground level, not on the top tier superhero Jedi yeah, and Sith. Yeah, yeah. What's going on on the ground level? How are people handling getting trampled on by the powerful? That's compelling shit. And, there, I, I, and the thing is, like I like I said, I think that's like to some of the Star Wars people who don't like Andor. I think for me, some of it has to do with that. Like it's muddy in the waters. It's not epic good versus evil battles. It's like, like the the security officer, I like he's not. I don't think he is necessarily like evil. Hmm. He really believes believed that he was doing good almost. Like keeping things and like that. That's that his and like I think his character. And to be fair, his two officers died. He didn't understand the context, but in his point of view, he's justified. Andor killed two officers. That can't be left unaddressed. Yeah. I and I like the fact that like he's upset. He's just like so. They we're more upset about like the property. No one really cares that two of my comrades got murdered that like, that's kind of the center. And yeah, like I said, it muddies the waters. It's like the empire isn't just evil. Like, I mean, there's definitely some there's so, and also like, uh, sorry. As we watch blade, because we know for a fact, Disney's never going to release another blade film. Let's be honest. You know, Mahershala Ali, get used to it. Your movie's not going to get made. I'm sorry. Yeah, we'll see. I, I, have, I, I have no faith in Disney pulling off something like that. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, but I will say, like, you know, something like the... Well, two things. The interaction between Andor and the, the older woman. Like, her, their the contrast... The surrogate mother, yeah. Yeah, but her whole thing of, like... That that whole interaction I thought was fantastic. She's great. Uh, the whole like the people on that planet, I think is the working planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah is is the way it's shifting over to the Empire and like you have like unions and like they have their own way of commu- like it, it's a whole like they created an entire little subculture world there and. This most recent episode on the like the the prison work, yeah, like that, and also just Andy Circus showing up, and like the character that he's oh god, the he's essentially a prison boss, yeah, like, and like, kudos to the writers of that episode because there's so much, and again, like stuff that, you know, if what you're fan of in Star Wars is that clear line between good and evil is like. And like, oh, I didn't want any allusions to like the prison, the prison industrial complex yeah. in my Star Wars. It was like, well, you're gonna hate that episode because <laughs> there's a lot about like issues of policing, all that shit. Yeah. I mean, they, I mean, shit that we're all dealing with yeah. nowadays. You know, it's like 
granted, you want your high fantasy, but you know what? These are supposed to be space Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> you know, space Nazis didn't all deal with magic. They they had to use, you know, uh, the power of their laws to oppress people. Yeah. See how that happens, you know. But there's also just just stuff in that, just in that episode that's just like, you know, if you're gonna make a, it's not it's not a sledgehammer. Like, there's definitely, you could see parallels with, like, the world we live in, but it's not, they're not being, like, one of the big things in Star Wars is that kind of, like, Yeah, but for a lot of people, but with a lot of people, it doesn't matter how, that it's not a sledgehammer. It's the fact that they allude to it where it's never been alluded to before. Yeah. That's a little too much for them, you know? It's, like, it's easy to deal with, like, magical knights you know yeah. and evil people who uh spurts out lightning through their hands but when you're dealing with a uh, raping you know land for the benefit of the wealthy you know that's a little too close well, to home. Well, well, well the thing is that like people it's like empire it's evil but they don't want to deal with the fact that it's an empire you know we've had empires right you know what empires do? Do you? And then everyone was like, "Well, they 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 do something called imperialism," and there's was like, "Oh no, no, I don't want that in my Star Wars, like an an allusion to an imperialism." And I was like, "Yes, but they're an empire. They're called the imperial imperials. They are conducting imperialism, <laughs> which is when a powerful." bureaucracy and government goes and takes over weaker not weaker but you know other places and imprisons people for no reason and i was like well, that makes me uncomfortable i don't want that in my story well, and diego, diego luna was racially profiled let's let's admit that yeah he was racially profiled and yeah. there was, he was minding his business in space miami yeah. you know and exactly then they racially him. you know oh man uh but yeah i just like this show has i mean i know all, all of my star trek friends would never touch this show but as someone who just loves good storytelling and sci-fi I've been yearning to care about the Star Wars yeah. universe. And I'm starting to care about it. It's yeah. not just the Skywalkers and the Palpatine. It's the universe that I find compelling, and, and, finally. And you get that more in the in Tales of the Jedi. Is Even though it's Jedi, it's just like you... I, I love, like, you get to see really early... It was just like, oh, wow, Ahsoka was like... That episode is cool. Which um, one? The very first the one. The first one? Okay. Yeah. The Duco episodes are very interesting. Uh, and again, it's like prequel stuff, but it's they even jump through like the aftermath of like episode one. Mm-hmm. But it just, it makes it... And you get to see like Dooku as like one of those people who, you know, he becomes a Sith. Not but, because he's evil, but because he sees the flaws yeah. within the system and the fact that the Jedi is just propping it up. They're not doing anything about I, that. And I thought the, the episode that was great was the end when it's, you know, Mace Windu and Dooku and they're on that planet and the secure those guards rebel and they go, We were just we're just we like you you might not like that we murdered your Jedi friend. <laughs> 
but it's just like we're just protecting our we're trying to protect our land like and you don't realize that you're just you know servants yeah. of people who are corrupt who are trying to like you know like we live here this is yeah. our planet like yeah it's again it's i wouldn't surprise me if tales of the jedi makes people upset too like for that reason it's just like stop injecting political ideas into star wars it's just like yeah it makes it better shut yeah. up and also you're not a real star wars fan <laughs> shut up <laughs> but yeah it's like it's um it's like a great renaissance yeah. When it comes to Star Wars, you know, as Star Wars is rising, the MCU it's 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 been stumbling. It's been for stumbling. The last, I mean, you know, few that being said, properties that's the, been released. The, the Shielk finale was 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 a kick. I'm not gonna lie that that was a very fun episode. Uh, the direction they went with that, it was okay. Um. It was one of the funnier episodes. Yeah. I, I will also say, like every every little bit of thing that they're releasing from uh, Wakanda Forever, it just makes me. I'm not upset. watching anything. I want to go it's, in surprise. It just makes I knew me there was excited. like some sort of like big thing happening rec- this past week, uh, and I just want to. It's fine. This is a movie where I don't want to know anything coming yeah, up. It's fair. You know, uh, I, I, I just know that I know I'm going to cry, sure. you know, because fucking the first trailer made me cry, sure. you know. Uh, so I know I'm going to feel a certain, a certain way. But I think this is going to be one of those films where I'm just like, um, I just want to go in surprise, see what happens. And yeah, I don't want to get ruined. And this is like the perfect movie it's like finally something to wash off the bad taste of this phase four or sure. phase whatever i will say also that the preview for quantumania came out and i was just like i didn't i was debating on whether or not i wanted to watch it it may it looks way more interesting than i thought really? it was gonna be. all right yeah, yeah yeah we should watch that right after we're done okay uh and just because i need to go okay. do things there's probably more to talk about but oh you know, well we can, next we can, time man we can, yeah Next time. (laughs) Bye.